Hello and welcome to Super Insider, Australian Retirement Trust podcast series on the economy, investments and all things impacting your superannuation. My name is Anne Fuchs. I'm Head of Advice at Australian Retirement Trust. The team and I help our members day in, day out, two million of them plus. Hopefully all of them make really good decisions about their retirement savings because it's so very important. Today, I'm sitting here on Turrbal and Yuggera country, so I'd like to pay respects to elders past, present and emerging. And with me is Megan Ashenden. She's one of our member education officers. It's wonderful to have you okay, here. I'm so excited. To Welcome to Thanks, Super ben. Insider Podcast. We have a lot of fun here. So, you know, I hope you've got your sort of belt and braces on as we strap in and have a good... Absolutely. I've, I've watched all the podcasts. So I'm so excited to be part of it. Okay, great. Now, today we're talking about using superannuation to buy your first home. But before we do that, we have to make sure we meet our um, sort of ticker box. with the, Not ticker box compliance people. We would never tick a box. <laughs> no, we wouldn't tick a box. We love doing a general advice warning. Absolutely. Megan's. Wonderful. So before we start, I do need to just let everyone know that what we're going to be talking about today is general information only. So any advice doesn't take into account your personal situation. You should consider your circumstances and think about getting personal advice before acting on anything we discuss. Now, of course, you can always get copies of our product disclosure statements on our website or by calling us on 13 11 84 if you have a super savings account or 1300 360750 if you have a Q Super account. Bravo, that's fantastic. Now we are talking, uh, you know, superannuation and buying a house. I know there's been there was lots of research that's come out over the last year or so about people that when they retire, if they own a home, they're in a much better position than if you aren't a homeowner. So I guess this is a really important uh, thing to weigh up. Yeah, absolutely. It's so topical. So topical. And look, you and I, before we started recording, we're talking about kids starting school. My youngest is starting high school and, you know, we bought our house, you know, we were probably 30, I think, our first time. So I'm well and truly past thinking about buying a first time. I'm in a different phase of life. But, you know, if I can ask a personal question, have you, did you use superannuation to buy your I first didn't. home? I didn't. And that was because the scheme didn't actually exist. So I think it was introduced, I think, six months after we bought our first home. And so I couldn't take advantage of it, which, you know, was a little disappointing. But I now get to help others understand it and obviously be able to use that information so that they can hopefully buy their first So when home. they announced it, you were probably in your head going, oh, no, yeah. I could have done with yes. that. Okay. Yes, it would have been very, very helpful. But, you know, obviously... They were, the, they were the rules back then, so we made it work. Um, and, and as I said, now I just get to help other people take advantage of it and Okay, it. and so I guess today we're talking about weighing up the pros and cons yep. because that's the reality. Everyone's situation is really different as per the general advice warning. Absolutely. And so we're going to just uncover what you should be thinking about, what are the advantages, disadvantages, and what you need to do next yes. if you think it might be something you yep. should do. But I guess starting with... If you look at superannuation, it is a long-term investment. So what are the, you know, using, but so is also your first home, I guess, mm -hmm. property ownership. So when you heard that announcement and you thought, what is cool about using super to buy your first home? Well, I think it's really important to understand that it's, you know, it's not necessarily detracting from the purposes of super, which is for retirement, because employer contributions can't be accessed. Um, but overall, super, one of the, you know, one of the really great benefits are the tax concessions. We can pay less tax in super. And so we can use this scheme to, again, pay less tax 
allow us to contribute personally into super. And if we're paying less tax, we have more money, we can save faster, we can get that money for the house deposit sooner so that we can actually get onto the property ladder. So I'm sure you had a few people's ears prick up with less tax. Less tax, and, yeah, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. And property. So maybe for our younger listeners, where superannuation is still maybe a new thing, do you want to explain that concept of you can't use your employer, you use personal, yeah. what does that mean? Yeah, so whatever your employer has to pay, and, and right now, as it currently stands, that's usually a minimum of 10.5% of your salary. So employer contributions can't be withdrawn for the purposes of super. So you're still going to have that money being invested and growing, and that's going to be there for you in retirement. So what you are able to access for the first home super saver scheme, which is an absolute mouthful, mouthful. <laughs> uh, but for the first home scheme, any personal contributions that you yourself make into super subject to some limits and all of those rules, but um, you know the, the contributions that you make, they can then be withdrawn if you meet the eligibility criteria and it, and it can be put towards that sort of deposit to be able to buy the first home. So what? So the benefits you mentioned, so if you're uh, the, the tax component mm -hmm. and there's probably compounding interest and in investments yeah. versus term deposit. So let's actually break this yeah. up. Yeah. So step one is obviously adding money in in the first place. And so where it can be really helpful is to use the power of a salary sacrifice scheme or tax deductible contributions, because generally in super, those kind of personal contributions are only being taxed at a rate of 15%. And for most of us, our marginal tax rate is a lot higher. Mm. So if we're paying more in tax, we don't have as much every payday after to tax to yeah. save. But if we're able to pay less tax, then it's going to theoretically give us more take-home pay, which will allow us to save more faster to hit our savings goal. Okay, yes. So we're saving on tax. Yes. Then, of course, that money is contributed into the super environment and, and that gets invested and compounding earnings and all of that and in terms of growing over a long time frame. So typically, um, there's a, sort of some deemed earnings that are applied to, to these monies that are being contributed. And that can actually be greater than what you would get like as a term deposit or as interest rates, for example. So we've got, um, you know, two advantages here. We're able to pay less tax, save more faster, potentially have it grow more as well. And then the third benefit is that, this is something that would have been really helpful for me, um, is that we're not able to withdraw those funds until we're ready to go and buy the house. So if you think about it, you know, if you're saving... You can't go on a holiday. Correct. That's you can't just suddenly, you know, make a withdrawal, do an online, you know, transfer. Yeah. Or so bought something. Yeah. Correct. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So um, that can actually be a big benefit for some because it's that sort of out of Forced sight, out of mind. Yes. And it's only when you're ready because, you know, there there is some admin and, you know, some extra steps involved. Um, but yeah, locking it away. And uh, it's the same concept of superannuation. Mm. We can't typically access it until we retire. And that might not seem that great at the time, but out of sight, out of mind, have it grow, have it contribute. It's just there in the background working hard for us. We've got more in retirement. Same concept for the first home super saver scheme, just on a shorter time frame. We've had um, Brian Parker uh, on uh, Super Insider talking about the 2023 outlook and talking about superannuation being a long-term investment. What would you say if you have one of our younger members 
uh, you know, obviously if someone's um, really young and they've got a lot, they're going to be, they're five years out from buying a house, probably something different to someone who's maybe a year or two away. What would be your just sort of top tips around the time frame around using Yeah, absolutely. This? So, and again, this is probably where we need to talk about the rules because there's always rules with super. So there are maximum amounts that you can personally contribute into super for the purpose of the first home um, Yeah, let's scheme. get into it, yes. Yeah. So remember, employer contributions you can't access. Um, it's the personal contributions that are actually coming from your you know, your money effectively. Um, and so that you're able to contribute a maximum of $15,000 per financial Which year. Which is a lot of money. It is a lot. Um, some of us actually may be in a position where we're able to save more than that. So remember, um, first time super saver schemes possibly not going to be just in isolation it'd alone. It'd be a bit of a combination of first time and other savings. So if you've got the capacity to save more, we can do that outside of super. So $15,000 going into super per year. And we do have to remember that the ordinary contribution limits do apply for both before and after tax contributions. Um, so $15,000 in every year. And then the maximum amount that can actually be withdrawn in total is $50,000. So it does mean it's not a, you know, it's not a, um, a, a quick sort of process. Now, obviously, if you're wanting to buy that house sooner, you can just withdraw whatever funds have been contributed. But to get the maximum benefit, 15, 15, 15, and then a little bit more, theoretically, it would be over about three and a half years. And I think a lot of members probably with cost of living and, you know, everyone's tightening their belt, saving $15,000 is a... It's difficult. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. It's challenging. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, you're not necessarily going to be able to buy your own home overnight. Um, but slow and steady wins the race. And then again, especially to help with these cost of living challenges, if we can pay less tax, we're able to save more money faster. But what about them if their members are worried about if they're putting the money in and there's some and there's still this uh, volatility in investment performance and there's a, a further down cycle that and they think, oh, well, my money's going to go backwards, where at least if I put it in a cash account, that's not going to happen. Yeah, that's correct. And, you know, like all things in life, there are pros and cons and considerations. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the earnings that are applied for the first home super savings Super saving scheme, I told you it no, was a it's, mouthful. It's a mouthful. <laughs> um, there's a deemed earning rate that's okay. actually applied. And what is that deemed earning rate? Um, oh, you're really testing my memory bank right now. It does vary. Um, so the best place to find out what it is currently would be on the ATO website. Okay. There, there'll be information there. Okay. So what are the, what are the I guess, disadvantages, if there's any? Can you think of? Um, well, the disadvantages can be, I mean, that, if for whatever reason you don't end up going down the, the property route um, in terms of purchasing the property, like all contributions to super, you typically won't be able to access them until retirement. So um, if you do, you know, save this money and, and then obviously not but something not changes in your life and you're buying a house. Yes. Yeah. It'll the good news is it'll mean more for you in retirement because you'll have those compounding earnings. Um, now there are also some tax implications. So it's not always right for everyone because if you're on a lower tax rate, the the tax savings or, um, or the, the tax rate super versus outside of super may actually not stack up for you. Mm. Um, so that's why getting advice, doing your research is really, really important. 
Um, it also must be used for the purchase of a residential property. In other words, you've got to be owning and living in it. Um, so you can't use it for an investment property. Also things like tiny homes, mobile homes, caravans, houseboats, you, you can't do it. It's got to be, you know, bricks and, a bricks and mortar home. Um, the, uh, you know, there's always just, I suppose, the, the risk then as well of, um, you know, from a cash flow perspective, as I said, we've already talked about the the, um, the rules changing, um, but admin, there is a process involved. You've got to apply via the ATO and like all things bureaucracy, there is a bit of a time frame. So make sure that you allow that Don't in just, terms yeah, of, yeah. you know, you're not going to get the money the very next day. So be aware of the time frames. And if you do withdraw the money mm. and you don't go through with the property purchase, mm. so you've got 12 months typically once the money is in your bank account to actually go and, and sign the contract and, and purchase the home, you can get an extension if you need to. But if you don't actually use it towards buying your first home, then there will be additional tax that you have to pay. So I suppose you want to be pretty sure that you're you know pretty ready and ready to, to go. Correct. Is there any impact for our low, inco low income um, members with where the government is helps encourage people put more money into super Does, is that something else in terms yeah, of benefits? so the co-contribution that you might get what the government has paid in for you won't count as an eligible contribution for withdrawal but of course your personal contribution that's enabled you to get the co-contribution in the first place obviously will count. yes because i was thinking some of our maybe financially savvy members who are in that situation where they can um, access the co-contribution might be thinking oh cool yeah double it's an extra amount yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, not unfortunately not. Um, but overall, you know, the scheme can be quite positive. So, you know, like everything, read the rules, make sure it works for you and get some advice and, and really sort of get that fine tuned to make sure that you're sort of, you know, dotting the I's, crossing the T's and, and taking advantage of it as it best suits your circumstances. So where would you go if you're a member and you're thinking about this, where would be, uh, where would you go to get some more information? Well, firstly, jump online. So just, you know, onto the Australian onto, Retirement Trust website. The Australian Retirement Trust website, um, and then we're going to, of course, link you to the ATO as well. So we'll have some information on our website, but at the end of the day, it's an ATO administered scheme, so they are sort of the, the gospel truth. Yeah. Um, so there's information there, um, and you'll be able to, you know, read over it and go through the process and understand it better. Um, and then if you need advice... Yeah, that's something that we can provide. Yeah. So um, utilize that. Yes, I guess could they talk to their accountant or if they have their advisor yeah, as well? Absolutely. Yeah. If they've got their own advisor, their own accountant that they're already comfortable with, um, you know, it's they should be all over this scheme and they'll be able to help them understand how it can work. Look, I think, you know, it's hard for young people to get into the property market really, really hard. So, you know, and as I said, there was this research undertaken about the power of home ownership yes, in terms correct. of actually having a dignified, financially secure retirement. So this is why I guess we've got this podcast series today to help our members really have that financially secure retirement. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, outside of um, the, the home is, is generally going to be one of our largest assets. And then we've got our super as well. And so they can really 
work in combination with one another. Um, so yeah, being able to take advantage of, of these newer changes can yes, be really beneficial. That's exciting. Well, thank you so much thank for you. coming on to Super Insider. Have you had fun? I've had so much fun. Well, I hope you'll come back. I will. Okay. Absolutely. Well, we hope our listeners that this has been useful. Again, Megan has suggested looking at our website at australianretirementtrust.com.au, going to the ATO website, picking up the phone or speaking to your advisor or accountant. If you like these podcasts, please like us on your you're streaming, whether it's on Apple or Spotify, and uh, tell, tell your friends about us. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you again soon.